welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Davy Lips and as always my man Gio. Hey ma'am. Hey, and we're also joined by the most coolest person in the world, Demo. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Gio. I can't possibly think why you're being nice to me. Yeah. So <laughs> as you know, on the draft, me and Gio took a whooping. We can't, there's no sugarcoating it. We got whooped. Jay's a walking dirt sheet. And Damo even would have beat, probably beaten us almost on his own anyway. So they got to pick forfeits and Damo is picking Geo's and Jay is picking mine. I'm, I'm frightened, but we'll do that at the end because it's been quite a week of wrestling. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> um, we had Crown Jewel. We've got whatever's going on with Charlotte. You've got numbers as always, ratings. Ah, oh, it's been madness. So I think we'll start with the Charlotte thing because I think that's probably the biggest story right now and so a little bit of context apparently there's been some ongoing stuff since the back and forth with naya but not too loud it's just some bits going on and then this week was it on smackdown or raw yes. no, it was on smackdown. smackdown um they were doing the exchange now everyone was complaining about them doing an exchange because of the last street profits new day one which was just like hey bro take them see you later um, but this one was awkward as all hell, like throughout. And when you're watching it, I thought it was just the three women didn't want to do it that way. Turns out it was a lot more Charlotte going off script, going rogue, being a bit of a dick. And since that, so much has come out. Um, I've always defended Charlotte on here. I've always backed Charlotte. I've stood up when she's taking abuse for being really good. I, you can't back this for me. You can't back this. It's She's in a bad place. She's clearly trying to make moves away from the product. And WWE never take lightly to stuff like that. Um, you could, what do you, you think? You could probably tell it was on her, though, because she initiated it by throwing the belt down and immediately Sonya Deville was like, pick that up. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was Sonya's reaction which kind of gave away that something's going on here because she looked mad and it's come out. Sonya wanted to fight her backstage. Um, I, saw a, yeah. I saw a quote that Sonya reportedly, reportedly said that if she didn't step in line, she would beat some respect into the bitch. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing uh, is, Sonya's from UFC background, like martial training. Yeah, Sonya, like, Sonya would beat you up. Yeah. Uh, say i would very much believe that sonya deville would have beat her up yeah irl mm -hmm. sonya would <laughs> smash him up but do you think it's charlotte manufacturing a move out or do you think her ego's just got the better of her right now well she's stupid if she's trying to manufacture a move out because her con she just signed i believe a new mm -hmm. contract she's stuck so wwe ain't gonna just go ah right, whatever you have a shitty attitude They'll purposely do what they did to Rey Mysterio and put her to the back burner for a few years. Mm. You think that's what will happen? That she'll just fade out? Because apparently she's always also mad that she would be dropping her title to Sasha coming up, which is the reported angle. Do, do you think she'll just be stuck there and we'll just won't see her? She yeah. becomes the new Puck slash Neville when they just sat him down and did nothing with him for like Nearly two years, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was. Pac, yeah. Pac was a long time just because he wouldn't <laughs> drop the title to Enzo, would it? Like he didn't want to drop yeah. the title to Enzo. Or... And yeah, he just vanished. And, and he's never really recovered. Like, I love Pac. Always have. But, you know. They, they did it to Ray, too. Uh, Ray, Ray kept getting... Either Ray was hurt, and then when Ray was better, he wanted out. They kept going... For every year that you were hurt, we're just going to deduct from your, you know, we're going to add on to your contract. You have to fulfill that full year. So they kept planning on years and not using him on purpose. Do you think that he, uh, he appeared on a Triple A show and he was like, I'm being held captive here, free Rey Mysterio or some shit. <laughs> WWE was like, okay. Oh, dear. But do you think... I don't know. You think it's it's stupid from her part? Like, there's ways to do things in it. Like, she's a flair. There's respect, especially after everything was happened with Andrade and Rick. 
Like, yeah. this is just not the right way to do it. Like, is she bitter, do you think, because Sasha and Becky have become the biggest stars? So apparently it goes back to when her and Rhea had their match and the fans were chanting for Becky. Um, apparently that pissed Charlotte off because she sees obviously she sees herself as the star and in terms of a wrestling sense, she is probably the best female wrestler right now. Yeah. But she's apparently jealous of the fact that Sasha, Bailey and Becky all have more star power in terms of the fans are behind them. Because like you say, you you defend Charlotte. I defended Charlotte because she is a really good wrestler. Yeah. She is also boring as all hell. Yeah. When it comes to promos and things. Whereas them them three can grab the audience's attention and well, I mean yeah. well, everybody like, heard the way that the fans chanted for Becky. Week, Scarlett watched wrestling with me. She only wanted to watch mm. the women. She said the men were boring. She cheering Fair. Selena Vega, which was great. And then she's cheering Sasha Banks. And I thought she was gonna cry. When Sasha Banks lost, like she was so mm. into it, and that, but that's the pull. I couldn't imagine her doing that or anyone doing that on a Charlotte Flair match. Yes, she's a great wrestler. We've defended her all the time here, like on a wrestling mm. part. And I don't believe that she's only got where she's got because she's a Flair. I, I, I've seen her work hard on NXT. It's helped. Yeah, but of course. The but talent is what got yeah, her. I don't think she got where she is just because she's a Flair. And I will <laughs> stick that she's very, very good. But her attitude right now. She mm. isn't the best of the four. Like Bailey's going to get a better response when she returns than you would ever get from Charlotte. Yeah, you know. Yeah. See, that's You're always been, that's Don't always you? been when people have said, you know, oh, so Charlotte's gotten where she is because of her name, or Nia's gotten where she is because of her name, and it's like, well, if that's the case, then why didn't you know what what happened to Perfect Son? What happened to Bo Dallas? Yeah. What happened to them? They didn't get treated because of their names so you can't just tell me it's because of their name that they got moved some that they got a bunch mm. but she's ruining it with her attitude like mm. I, I you know oh, yep. you know I, th I think reading this yeah and i was looking like i can't you know i messaged demo in a week can't defend this can't well, defend yeah. this i would i would let her go go Especially like wwe have done it before they're either gonna let her rock or just sack her off i WWE have got history. They don't care who you are. Didn't they sack Ultimate Warrior during the SummerSlam? <laughs> Man's out oh, of the yeah. ring and they sacked him off. <laughs> like, he come back through the curtain and there's Vince. your paper. Get out. <laughs> Vince just said, Vince just agreed verbally to everything he said. Said, yeah, yeah, sure. You'll get that money. You'll get the, you'll get as much as Hulk Hogan, blah, blah, blah. And then when he came back to the age, he was like, you're in breach of contract. Get out. Yeah, he went back out the curtain, never come back, never to be seen again till like ninety six or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, um, like yeah, I don't that, know. I mean, right now it's a stupid decision, especially with Flair not being there and Andrade not being there. There's nobody to really use his leverage to protect her. Yeah, she's just acting where like a sulky kid because no story has come out offering a side where anyone's gone. Oh, maybe Charlotte's right. Yeah. It's a crap way to do it, but they kind of didn't have any other way, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Andrade didn't help any matters with the timing of his tweet either. Yeah, timing of his tweet was just silly. I mean, he's being silly. He's not even doing that great on AEW, so I wouldn't be flapping my gums like that. Reminds me of Alberto <laughs> with Paige, and Alberto got released, and he kept constantly pissing people off and it was like you're just gonna get Paige in more and more trouble shut the fuck up yeah 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 yes indeed well we'll have to wait and see how it goes but i i you know from wwe history i can't see it ending well for charlotte i just don't see you know and the thing is like okay she goes to aew they built brit so hard I don't know if that would be a good idea or would it put people over there's noses out of joint? Like maybe they've people like Ruby Riot and other people have left because, you know, them four horsewomen have dominated over the other side. I just, I don't, I see she would go to AEW if she was free, but I don't see it as a good idea for anyone that's there. Like, especially how they pushed Britt Baker. Like it wouldn't do her any favors for Charlotte to come in and beat her in three seconds, which is pretty much what would have to happen. <laughs> yeah. WWE giving up Charlotte as that easy, even with her attitude problems. I see them 
fucking punishing her for this until her contract is up. There might be time to watch main event, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, speaking of uh, main events, Crown Jewel was also this week, which was so nice as a Brit. I just want to put this out here. Having a 5 p.m. pay-per-view on telly, greatest thing ever. <laughs> they can okay. do more of that. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about how this card was better than most pay-per-view cards this month, this whole year? Yeah. Probably. I, I can say I think it's probably the best card that we've had in yeah. maybe 18 months plus. From top to bottom. I honestly watched the full thing top to bottom and was like, mm. I can't complain about this. No. I thought it was booked to perfection bar one. And as I say, it, even Scarlett got into it with the women's matches. And as I say, like she's a six-year-old, which is what I'm assuming WWE is a product once father and kid to be watching wrestling it's the, that's their target audience and this card they booked it perfect i mean i love the fact she loves zelina vega and sasha banks i'm all about that life but she was into it she got hyped because i was hyped because it was fun um started off uh edge and seth rollins oh there was the tag match at the beginning usos hurt business um usos became baby faces by default did you see notice that like People started to cheer Roman and Usos a little bit. A little bit. Um, so we have to see how they handle that. Um, decent match. It, you know, it was it was pre-show stuff. It's four very talented guys, you know? Because um, it's a sh- I, I was actually upset that they're actually on different brands because a feud between those, would, you could watch that for a while, you know? Um, anyway, so it opened with Edge versus Seth Rollins. Where do you stand on that? You think... It was match of the year contender? Yes. Definitely was. It was a great Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was a great Hell in a Cell match, but I think it was helped by the fact that the last like six or seven Hell in a Cell matches have been absolutely I was also going to say, it's been my favorite Edge return match so far. It's been, yeah, best since he came back. Yeah. I could give that. I could accept that. And the thing is, it was good because both of them got quite a bit of experience, hell in a cell wise, between them. So they knew how to pace it and use the structure well. I think they did that really well. Some of the bumps that Rollins took were also very dangerous. Like some of the more dangerous bumps I've seen in a while, like the suicide dive through the and the fall through the table, <clears throat> edge being power bomb through a table looked great. It was great. My problem. <laughs> Drive home at one point. Mm. It was great. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was great. But my issue, I have one issue Edge did not need that win. The wrong man won for me. I don't understand Edge winning. Edge doesn't need any wins. Seth has eaten quite a lot of defeats, and I'm pretty sure, you know, we'll get to Raw quickly in a bit that he's going to eat another one coming up. Um, yeah. You know, like, that. I just feel like they're using Seth, like the experienced guy, to put people over. And Edge doesn't need putting over. You know, we just want to see Edge have these matches. It's almost like we don't care who wins. Like, we want to see Edge Rollins. We want to see Edge AJ Styles. You know, we want to see these matches that we never thought we were going to see. Edge doesn't need to win them, though. We just want to see the match, you know? Like... My guess is we're not going to see Edge for a little while. You know, he's only contracted to do five matches a year. <clears throat> I just didn't get the, the end, but it was a great match. Um, like, even if you didn't, if you skipped Crown Jewel, watch that match because you're missing out. Like, I get why people skipped it, but if you didn't, if you did, they put on an awesome performance and you should watch it. It was, it was great. Best one since Bray Roman, I think I've enjoyed. I think that's the last Hell in a Cell I would put up. Remember the Bray Roman one? I really enjoyed that one. That's how long it's been. You remember the one with Edge Hardy and Randy Orton when he was like ripping out earrings and stuff? Pull his ear. <laughs> that was it. Uh, Orton and Hardy, and he kept trying to like rip yeah. his, put screwdrivers. Screwdriver through his ear. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I thought Rollins was doing a bit like that, like with the eyes. What's Rollins' obsession with people's eyes as well? It's weird now. He put the screwdriver through his gauge. That's right. Yeah, yeah, gross. Um, 
Mustafa Ali versus Mansoor was next. Um, good match. Good build up. Yeah. Reaction well. I've, I've got no complaints. Um, I do. Oh, okay. Silly bit at the end. Just because he won a medal at the Olympics. I don't give a fuck. Looked, Why is he coming he out? So Why is he coming out looking like the most awkward fucking Akira Tozawa impressionist I've ever seen in my life? And then just like, that, that, what, it was stupid. Like, the match was good. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the match. But I was like, what, what am I watching? Yeah. And they were like trying to build up this hype about it. And I'm like, even though now you've told me who he is. Still don't know who the fuck he is. It's only when like, they said like one Olympic medal. I remember like seeing it like a clip, and I'm like, oh, that's the dude. Because I didn't. Have and you still either. didn't care. No, <laughs> didn't care. It was a cheap pop for the crowd, weren't it? Um, which was a shame. Even they they get no, silly because it was good. What's going on? Yeah, and he's got he mistimed his kick. He's lucky. Ali knows how to sell that. Oh. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think with those two watching them, I mean, I think. That was the biggest match of Mansoor's career-wise, like with opponent. That's perfect for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ali <laughs> made him look really, really good. I think even at the end, I think he mistimed that. And yeah, just Ali helped um, with the right booking and some chances to show off. You know their little flicks and tricks that they do. I think either of those could could push a mid mid card title. I wouldn't be shocked. Mm -hmm. You know, like a US title run or IC title run. Either of them could easily do that quite comfortably. Um, but yeah, probably a nice moment for the live crowd at the ending, but I have no idea. Uh, the tag team match, uh, RK Bro and versus AJ Styles and Omos. Um, yeah, it's, it was, it's four, four solid card, uh, guys that you know is going to put on a good match. You know, for me, nothing special, great moments, I'm but. Glad they're over this, the, these four fighting each other, as you'll see yes. on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank I'm God. And it actually felt like Raw was trying to book tag team stuff. Like, what? <laughs> Is that much in? I was getting quite tired of these four fights together. Yeah. I'm also, as much as I like AJ Styles and Omos, I need solo AJ again. I need yeah. singles AJ for a bit. I was hoping AJ would be like next in line for Big E for a bit. That would have been good for him. That's kind of what I wanted. But yeah, I am, I am over it now. And I want AJ to be solo. And I want to see what Omos can do on his own. You know? But it was a good team. Let's just hope that they all stay moved on because this feud's gone on a bit long enough now. Um, yeah, then, I kind of felt like I was done with it. Yeah. Like, you can only say it was a good match so many times. You know? Like, you know it's yeah. going to be a good match. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't want to see. But as you say, Raw, I think, started that. Um, first ever Queen's Crown tournament came to an end. Uh, Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega. Um, man. Zelina Vega, you went out. Called it, by the way. Did call that one. Managed to get that one right. Um, when you see Vega hitting yeah. that Tornado DDT that she did with, like, perfect precision, it makes you wonder why, like, it took so long for her to be a wrestler. Like, she's way too talented, I think, than I even gave her credit for from in the ring. Um, I, I don't understand what they're holding back with Dewdrop. I, I don't know. They could have done this with Shayna. They could have had, like, a roll-up, sneaky finish. I don't know. I don't know what to, how to think of that. But are you pleased that Zelina won? Yeah. Although I don't understand the, the logic of the booking up until this point. But yeah, I'm pleased. It was a yeah. good winner. Like I think she could, personality-wise and character-wise, she can run with that gimmick. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, all day. My only complaint is now they need to do something with Dewdrop and stop letting her take losses. Yeah. Like, she should be dominating smaller opponents. Like, not mm. having competitive matches. She should just be squashing now, and that's what they need to do. Like, it feels like they're holding her back for some reason, and I don't know why. Like, she's, she is very good. And we all know that she's good. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's not bad. Just, I don't understand why the women didn't get much time in the pre-matches. The booking could have been better, given all the talent that was in that. But so be it. Right, next one. No holds barred. Bobby Lashley Goldberg. Again, something I was impressed with, because normally I'm just eh, with a Goldberg match, but it was a good match. 
Yeah. Easily one of the best pay-per-view matches Goldberg has had with WWE. Maybe even the best. The one, I can't think of a one that I've enjoyed more. Now, do you think that was on him realizing, okay, no more bullshit, let's go for it? Or do you put the credit on Bobby Lashley getting a good match out of him? Oh, you're telling me you didn't like the one where he had like broken ribs and beat Goldberg in four seconds? <laughs> no, didn't. Uh, no, You've I'm got to give some. Ivor Series, yeah. they hyped it up, hyped it up, hyped it up, and then it turns out he had like broken ribs, so the match lasted like the bell rang, and then like he hit the spear, and that was it. I think we have to give some credit to Goldberg. Because one, it was probably the best shape he's looked in since he came back. Yep. I mean, he and wasn't puffing I think, and sweating when the bell Yeah. I, I think it also does fall on Lashley because Lashley has proven over the last 12, 18 months that he can go with anybody and he can make anybody look good in the ring. So I think it was a combination of the two, but I will give credit to Goldberg. He got in shape. He looked good. He looked, like you say, he wasn't puffing after doing his entrance. Um, he didn't concuss himself at any point, so you know it's probably we should probably tip our no. cap to him. Yeah, yeah. No concussion on the lockers. We're good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I. You know what was good is the crowd got so into it. Like I haven't heard crowd getting into a Goldberg match. Now I get it was abroad, and that's just a face that they all recognize. But the crowd got into it, and I think that helped Goldberg. Yeah, because as I say, I can't, I can't fault it, and. The way it was, if that's one of the last times we see him, now would be a good time for him to do that because is he going to be able to do better than that? Probably not, you know? I, I get that. I get the ending, actually. And fair play to Lashley. Like, my, my respect levels of Lashley with how he's put, like, Big E over and how he's put, like, did stuff with Drew and now with Goldberg. Got nothing but respect for Bobby Lashley at the moment. And now it means Lashley v. Lesnar has to happen. Give me yeah. up. Do it now. Um, King of the Ring final. Finn Balor, Xavier Woods. What a feel-good moment. What are the, yeah, what are the, was, the best of the year? I mean, it was always going to happen. Like, as soon as they announced the tournament, I think nobody... I think you'd been stupid to have bet against um, mm. Xavier Woods. But, yeah, I, it was a deserving winner. Like, you've mentioned it before. Big E's had his moment. Kofi's had his moment. Xavier isn't quite at main event level. Mm. But that's a good little, you know, you've got, this is your solo thing. Yeah. Thank you. And it's the first time the King of the Ring tournament has felt important in years now. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the last time I got into one. Maybe when Billy Gunn won. Hey. <laughs> Random one they had, it was like on the network and it was the one Barrett won. Yeah, that random out of the blue. Nobody really cared. Yeah, whereas this, definitely. I mean, it wouldn't have shocked me to have Balor win because after losing to Roman Reigns and stuff, but Woods was the right winner. Like That, that yeah. solely went the right way. I mean, he made the tournament relevant to begin with, didn't he, for this, this time round. Yeah, two very good winners, two good choices because they'll both carry that very, very well. You know? Or the time. Seamus won it, and he had, like, those weird antlers for a crown. Yeah, do you remember that one? I was going to say, yeah, they were just antlers, weren't they? <laughs> King Booker was probably the last time I enjoyed a King of the Wing winner, I would say. Oh, he played it off so well. He King had the Booker. exact and everything. Yeah, he was just glorious. Such a heel. Um, right, Big E, Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah, great, great match, great match. Big fight feel, yeah. had, had that feeling. They lived up to their expectations. Um, yeah, my only thing is I, I felt at some points McIntyre carried him a little bit, but probably got to expect it at the moment. I just, or maybe it was, I don't know. It just sometimes felt Drew McIntyre carried it. I wasn't convinced that Big E is the guy straight away. You know, like sometimes you've watched and like, oh, this guy's taking his chance. Like, well, I mean, such is the thing. It's, it's it happened with Kofi too. They get their moment, and then you slowly realize 
maybe they weren't destined for that title. Maybe. Don't get me wrong, yeah. this was a really good match. And, you know, Big E is one of the few people that's ever kicked out the Claymore. Um, that was that was my problem with Kofi. It was like, great. We, we, we gave it to him. Where do we go? What, what is he going to do? Exactly. Then he just had bag average matches with, like, Owens and Ziggler. And, you know, they weren't great, were they? Yeah, yeah you I could just, never imagine yeah. him toppling one of the, the giants. Yeah. I, and I want to believe Big E can, and I've always felt he can. And don't get me wrong, this was an A-, minus, I think, for a match. I just felt in part Drew was having to do a little bit too much work. But we'll see how it goes. You know, he's got another top guy to work with coming up, which we'll get to Roy in a second. And, you know, but it was a good match. It was a really good match. Too big to our house. It's never going to be a technical clinic, but it was great. It was good. Um, and then the main women's event, SmackDown women's title, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair. Um, I think, first of all, you, you're supposed to believe that Belair was the baby face, but she didn't really get much of a reaction, did she? Like, I know they were always going to be in Lynch's corner. It's going to be so hard to maintain a Lynch heel especially after the charlotte stuff like it's mm. going to have ruined almost becky lynch being heel once all this story is out but i mean this, yeah. the problem with her always being heel is that she becomes a heel and then the fans end up ruining it because they end, something happens like naya jack's busting up her face and they're like yeah we like her <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's an impossible heel yeah, you just can't do it no matter. And she's got the arrogance and the attitude for it, but you just can't help but love her. It's like Austin. Austin is very much like that when Austin was meant to be a heel and then they all were like, wait, we like this guy telling everyone to F you. <laughs> we like that. Yeah. We, want, we want more of it. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good match. I mean, Bianca looked a little bit lost in amongst them at times, I think, maybe. She was still very good. I'm not, you know, I'm picking mm. picking holes. And Sasha did look a little bit ring rusty. Um, but they did put on a great show, especially for where they were, you know, and stuff. To put on a match like that is is a big deal, you know. Um, I think I think it was good. It was very good. And Charlotte and Scarlett was uh, well into it, absolutely well. Into it. Um, and then the main event: Roman Reigns. Versus Brock Lesnar. Um, well, get used to it because this is going to be your mania event. I'm calling it now. I think so. Yeah. The way they, they're playing they, yeah. off with the way after this ended, and they, you know, they went off and suspended him on SmackDown, saying he's suspended. Well, I, I think feel- he's, we're going to win the Rumble. Yep, that's where I was going with this. Yeah, there isn't really anybody else now that Biggie's champ. Who else is ready for that big push, WrestleMania push, you know? There isn't one, really. There's not a next in line. I think Lesnar wins the Rumble. Now. Yeah, I don't see anybody that I'm looking at and thinking, oh, they could win it. Yeah, not like when you felt like if Big E hadn't won the title, money in the bank, Big E to win the Rumble, or like when Drew won it, or, Mm. you know, this feels like the year Randy Orton won it because you needed someone experienced to go against Bray, you know? Yeah. It feels like that kind of, like, you need, the, there's no one to step up and take a chance. So I think Lesnar wins the, the Rumble and uh, faces him at WrestleMania 30. The only other alternative absurd. is Dwayne. Yeah. But he's probably not going to be around. No, they're saving it. And because Hollywood, this is a Hollywood one in 39, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah Texas, they, 38. They want to move the Rock one to the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's the only other person that, at this point in time, with the roster that they've got, the only other person in that level that could win it, and you not be like, oh. I think I said last week, I said the way the easiest way to set that up as something great is to have Rock show up the night after Mania and just, you know, challenge him, do the old Cena Rock thing and be like, next year, title or not, you're mine. Yeah, could do something like that. Yeah. That could work. But yeah, I think this is just Lesnar now. Lesnar come back at the Rumble after his suspension. Wins the Rumble. And then- Lesnar and Bailey for Rumbles. They're the winners. Ooh, Bailey, yeah. 
Ah, uh, you think he's returning and winning it? Okay. Yeah. Who, what? Scott Bailey, yeah. I could see that. If they're putting the title on Sasha, I mean, because then you could go either way. You could have Bailey, Becky, or Bailey, Sasha, and neither would be sad, you know? Mm. So, yeah. I would mind a triple threat with those three. Mm. That would be. But the, what the dream was to get all four again in WrestleMania. <laughs> Charlotte may have fucked that a little bit. <laughs> um, but as a whole, I think Crown Jewel was up there. Yeah, it was, it was good. Good, good, good. Uh, but then on to the not so good. <laughs> Season premiere of Raw. I say that. It's just long, isn't it? It's long. Yes. That's yes. the problem. It, it, if that was in, in two bursts, hours, it would have worked. In bursts, it's a really good show. Yeah. But the bursts are just surrounded by the hot garbage. It's, just, it's an hour of filler, you know? It's what it feels mm -hmm. like. Like, I liked it. Like, obviously starting something with the, the tag team. I think the tag team triple threat was a great idea. Alpha Academy, Dirty Dogs and Street Profits. Great. Get some new peoples on there. Not sure it needed to be Rude and Ziggler, but I'm fine with it. I can work with it. Perfectly average match. Then you get filler. Dewdrop versus Vega again. Yeah. You know, like Carmella versus Liv Morgan again. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And as much as, as much as putting the women on the show is great, that could have been one match because both matches were quite short. Make that one match. Yeah, if you're going to give me like a, a replay of a match I've seen four days ago, at least give them time to run with it. They could have, they could have done more on the Damian Priest T bar thing. I have to say, mm. watch the T bar Damian Priest match. It's the first time he's felt like Dominic Djokovic since he got called up. That looked yeah. like the Dominic Djokovic from NXT. I know it was short, and then Priest going nuts. Are they trying like this half and half gimmick for Priest, like the boat, the embodiment of good and evil kind of thing? Do you think? I don't know. It felt like that. Like they're trying to make him a bit of both. It was, yeah, it was not because it didn't feel like a heel turn, but it definitely no, wasn't fair. It felt like he was just stuff. nuts. Do you know what I mean? Like he just lost his mind or something. Um, but and he said he wants to fight Edge, didn't he? When Priest has mm. put me and Cesaro has said he wants to fight Lesnar. That would do that. I guess he's doing like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde with him. Where yeah. he's... I think Priest could pull it off because he's got that look where he feels like a good guy, but he clearly plays a nutter quite well. Like he lost his mind after. Do you know what I mean? Like you're like, whoa, what are you doing? Like, chill. <laughs> um right. Keith Lee squash over Cedric Alexander. Um I don't I don't think Lee is gonna get over. I I I don't see I don't see enough that WWE are gonna push it myself. Well he's Dominating people right now. Yeah, I just that don't always get you, does it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it right now, and I like Keith Lee. Just don't know if it fits. I I feel like he doesn't get the gimmick, and they're not even too sure on it. You know what I mean? Like it just feels a bit awkward. I don't know. How yeah, to like when he first came up, when he was on NXT, and he first came up, people got it, and he was he wasn't over, but he was getting there. And so everything happened with his heart condition and whatnot, which is, you know, obviously you've got to take him out of the line. Like, he then came back as just meh. And yeah. then they've given him this new gimmick that's even more okay. meh. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, I think maybe part of it is, I know he's had a heart condition, so I don't see him as a monster. I don't see him as a yeah. big bear cat squash everyone. Because I think my brain is naturally like, oh, I hope he's okay. I mean, it was a yeah. nice little bit of rehab for him. Cedric is always good fodder for anyone, and I think they get their role quite well. Um, I just don't know if we forgot about Karrion Cross already. <laughs> we haven't forgotten. <laughs> He's having a bit more of a repackage again. Yeah, she'll come back with him. She has to come back with him. I think they realise he can't do it on his own. Talking new music, new personality, new attitude. And Scarlet. Get rid of that. Yeah. Well, I think they, I think they gave him a bit of time off because didn't they get engaged? Something. And yeah. she's been injured and stuff. Like he needs her. Uh, Tell you. Oh what, yeah. Someone who is doing well and I'm really enjoying Austin Theory. Yes. I love he, it. 
I, I love it. He feels like a guy that's been called up and gone, this is my time, my chance. And we're he definitely feels getting, like it. We're definitely getting Dominic versus Ray at Mania, right? Yeah. I um, so. Both of them have said that they don't want to do it. Like in interviews in the last like couple of weeks, they both said that's not something they have any interest in doing. Because the way they're teasing this, like mm. it's just been teasing dissension after dissension with these two for like almost two months now. They need to do it. Surely they'll see that. They do need to do it. But we need to see that. Like, how great would that be? But for me, Austin Theory, all the way. I am an Austin Theory fan. I may even get a shirt. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I like no, I'm really enjoying it. Austin Theory right now. Like I said it after the Hardy match. I'm like, okay, I see you, kid. And then this Dominic match, he's playing his role very, very well. And he's clearly getting a bit of a push. And he seems to be taking it. I think I think we'll see more of Austin Theory. And Yeah, I think they're giving him back what they were trying to give him when he first came up. And then yeah. all the allegations and things. They were like, I'll tell you what, let's just let's just hide you in back a little bit. Yeah. While we work out whether or not you're a bad, bad man. And, and then they've gone, you know what, you weren't this... a bad, bad man. You've taken the punishment. You've done what we asked of you. You've done this stupid comedy role on NXT that was beneath you. Yep. We and everyone it. loved Let's it. Go. And everyone's kind of gone, yes. forgotten about all the rumors. They've gone, oh my God, did you see Austin Theory, the ring bearer at Loomis's wedding? And yeah. la, 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 you know? And now he's showing the, the talent that he is. He looks good. He looks like a star. Mm -hmm. And I like it. Um, then the tag title match, uh, which was... Um, Later in the match, obviously, Ziggler and Rude getting their title shot on the same night. Um, I liked the end. Uh, it never felt like Ziggler and Rude were going to win. Like, I don't think I ever got yeah. into the match that much. Um, but they did good. They did really, really good. Uh, it was a nice finishing sequence. I thought the end worked really, really well. Um, and then NXT 1.0 ladder match for the WWE title shot. Um <laughs> Uh, which was Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, you put those four names in a ring and give them some time, you're going to get something really good. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. And I hate WWE ladder matches because they've done them to death, I think because of Money in the Bank, yeah. maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's the issue. Like Ladder matches uh, are just a bit... Better. Yeah, because we see so many of them now. Like, some Money in the Bank, and even in the build-up, like the six weeks before Money in the Bank, all we get to see is people climbing ladders and grabbing things off them. And it's like, you can see the spots happening before they happen. Yeah. And I don't want that. I don't want to be like, oh, well, I know that this is going to happen now. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's always that the one person other... that's got a bad leg and can't climb, and you're like, oh, no. You're going to get and beaten. Rollins was the only heel for a title shot or a babyface champion. Like, yeah. you know, like, okay. <laughs> a little borderline predictable here. Yeah. But four talented guys. Wrestling, the match itself was really, really good. Um, Do you remember the one year they did the ladder match? I think it was Regal who played it up that he was afraid of heights. So he, he wouldn't climb the ladder. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, the last third of Raw kind of saved it for me. I would say. That's what I, I think. After the Damien Priest going nuts, take out the Keith Lee and Carmella bits. And after that, I thought it was great. It's just long. Go back to two hours, W. Mm. Uh, right, other bit of news. They announced Saturday pay-per-views 2022. Yes. I love it. Um, I, yeah. I condone it. Yeah. No more Mondays not just because like it's crap. <laughs> yeah, not just because of that reason, because like, you feel like crap on Sunday. You look it anyway, but like, you look at the people that WWE are trying to bring in, and it's the younger generation. Yeah. So you put a pay-per-view on a Sunday when they've got school on the Monday. It doesn't make sense. Switch it to Saturday, though. Boom. There's your demographic back. Yeah, definitely. And WrestleMania again over two nights. Love it. Mm -hmm. I think yep. it should forever now be over two nights. You know? Because yep. like, I, 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 I really enjoyed them. Like, it's great. Um, it's believed that the September show will be in the UK as well. Um, and the February and October shows that they put out are Saudi Arabia. Um, and they said... WWE is putting an increased focus on stadium events and becoming a destination. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we got the New Japan return of Shibata. Shibata back. This is true. With 
amazing because the dude had a brain aneurysm and almost died. <laughs> it's a pretty decent comeback. <laughs> and Ibushi's out as well, isn't he? He's out for like two months or something. Okay. Yeah. He's hurt. He's out for two months. But yeah, and then tonight is Halloween Havoc. So next week we'll obviously be celebrating Bron Brecker as a new NXT champion. Uh, no. Calling it now. Chucky's costing him that match, sir. <laughs> no, Bron Brecker's winning. And in two, <laughs> three years, Bron Brecker will be the new Roman Reigns. Be sh shoved down our throat. You'll see. As history with the Steiners, it's happening. <laughs> Chucky. Yeah, Chucky's going to cost him. He listen, <laughs> Rick Steiner. I know, I know. There's gonna have to be something, I feel, because that Rick Steiner incident was was amazing. Uh oh, the news just in the undrafted WWE talent are on the current rosters. Oscar Elias Lucha House Party are on Raw. Dakota Kai went back to NXT. Brock Lesnar is said to just be on SmackDown now. And the only ones left unassigned are Bailey, Eva Marie, and Lacey Evans. Um, that's fair. Uh, also, Eva Marie reports is in um, that Tony Nese is now officially all elite. Tony Nese oh. joined AEW. See, oh, God. Them sided. Bobby Fish, Tony Nese. I get those. I think Bobby Fish has been great there. Like, I've enjoyed watching Bobby Fish. It's perfect for him. But yeah, should we um, do we, <laughs> do we some numbers? Him? Yeah, <laughs> talk numbers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We got impact real quick. We can go through that. Oh, Moose, yeah, Moose being the fucking man. Yeah, but really, at Josh Alexander's expense, like that, I feel like a couple of people <laughs> got done dirty. Yes, yes, that, yes, I just, yes, yes. I, I, it was okay. I was really happy to see the inspiration. I just feel like Josh Alexander's been really good and it's been like a new face. And you think, okay, this is an impact guy. There's no AEW nonsense. There's no old nonsense. And what was he chanting for, like seven seconds? If Alexander had lost and then that had happened, <clears throat> I would be ecstatic. Like, I would be like, yes, they've, given, they've done the right decision. Moose as champion's fantastic. But yeah, they've just literally just gone. Well, cheers, Josh. But off you, off you, folk. Go, go over there. I think Josh will eventually get it. I think this is a way of getting Josh to be a full face turn now and to build something up with them. It was disappointing. Yeah, but, I, I, and I get it. I get what they're going for. Put some heat on a big heel champ by having him destroy the guy right in front of his family. La la la. But. You're gonna, you're gonna take ideas off other promotions. Take the good ones. Mm. That's where I'm at. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Moose will prove to be the top drawing hill champion that generates a lot of interest. If Impact are ending their partnership with AEW, which the rumors are that that's almost done. Yeah, that's why Christian lost. Good brothers haven't me, been around. Is Moose gonna make me watch Impact, or with Josh Alexander? Like, hey, who's this guy? You know. And like the same, like yes. Deanna Peraza got a little bit shafted. Did Mickey James? Did Moose and Mickey James need to be the guys that are going to carry Impact forward? I don't know. I stand by what I said the other day. Mickey James shouldn't have won the title, and now should be inspiration. Yeah, watch where you're saying that. Yeah, I, to I told him. I messaged him. I was like, I'm sorry, right. but they didn't deserve that. Inspiration did though. Doesn't get much better no, than opening the show. With Jesse and Cassie and winning the titles, I'll take it all day. I mean, and the X Division match, as always, was crazy. I didn't, everyone rated about the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. I didn't really like it. Maybe it's one of their better ones that they've done. Are you telling me you didn't pop for the Kiss Demon? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Kiss Demon. Uh, well, they didn't say Kiss, did they? Because of copyright issues. But... Kiss the Demon. Everyone knew it was fucking Gene Simmons, but yeah, impact stuff in it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, 
that left a bit of a bad taste because I was already like, Mickey James, okay, fine. If someone had to take it off Deanna, probably her. I tried to justify it. And then they did the same thing to Josh. And I'm like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> like, you know, spear and three count. God damn it. Two of your hottest talents. Yeah. And you like thinking Impact going into New York, okay, Deanna Peraza, Josh Alexander, they're all Impact guys. There's no AEW nonsense here. Boom, out comes Mar- Moose. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, all women thing, didn't they? But it was, yeah, I have to say, Christian and Josh put on a really good match for all that nonsense. And that's why I think maybe what left even worse taste because I actually enjoyed the match. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. It was just they waited. The wife and son entered, and they're like, something's going to happen here. You don't put, you know, <laughs> this is, there he comes. Called, called his shot. Boom. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> right, Gio, it's that time. Yeah, hey, listen, Starcade 91 was great, so. That's not what Vince Russo says. He said they all suck. Yo, this is Vince Russo, bro, and I am here to talk about Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. But if I want, really want to break it down... If I really want to pick somebody out, I'm here to talk about Geo, who reviews one pay-per-view a week, and usually bad ones. Geo, one pay-per-view a week? Bro, I don't watch one pay-per-view a year. What pay-per-views are you watching every single week, Geo? And I also hear, bro, you only review the bad ones. Geo, newsflash, they're all bad, bro. Whatever wrestling pay-per-view you review is going to be bad. You know why? Because Vince Russo is not booking anymore, Geo. That's why. So you're not going to get any more good pay-per-views anymore. You know why, bro? Because here's the question, bro. Here's the question, Geo. When you're watching these worthless pay-per-views, bro, ask yourself this question, bro. Who books this shit? Who books this shit, Gio? Not me, baby. Not me, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, right, Starcade 91, talk to me. Did you enjoy it, first of all? Oh, all right, let's go through the card here. Hold on. Yeah. Get it get Get it oh, up, Starcade 91. Oh, look, actually looked. Okay, so this the Lethal Lottery Battle yes. Bowl stuff. One of my favorite things as a child, because, and I'm realizing later in life that this was all not determined except for the begin- the first match. Every other match was random draws, was amazing. Yeah, so it started Marcus Bagwell and Jimmy Garvin taking on Michael Hayes and uh, Tracy Smothers. Um, what happened to Bagwell guy? Yeah, Marcus Marcus Bagwell. His mum his <laughs> mu- his his mum's a bit afraid of heights. I heard, um, but Bagwell and Garvin they did win. Um, and then we had a very young Steve Austin. Like, dude, he looked young in this. Huh? Who's this um, guy? What are you yeah. doing, like? Looked very young. And Rick Rude, they beat Van Hammer and Big Josh. Doink. Um, doink, indeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just, when you look at the roster again, like 91, early stuff was was good, didn't it? Uh, Dustin Rhodes and Richard Morton take, took on Larry Zabisco and Giant Gonzalez. One of the first notes I got with this match is L.A. Gante cannot speak a lick of English nor understand it. So there's a spot in the match that's a botch where he's standing on Medusa's hand and she's screaming. And Larry Zabisco is trying his best to tell him to get off of her hand. <laughs> like he's sitting in the corner waiting to be tagged in and you hear Medusa going like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> her, her hand is under his big old foot. Oh, dear. Uh, but Rhodes and Morton went through. Uh, Bill Kazmaier. Oh, my God. I forgot about him. He was terrible, though. He was awful. just a strong dude. Yeah, he was awful. Um, and Jushin Thunder Liger. They beat Diamond Dallas Page and Mike Graham. Liger and 
Liger is the only great thing about this. Kazmaier and Graham suck. Yeah, Kazmaier. He was just a when he a world's strongest man and played American football he, for the Packers, maybe? He came from one of those ESPN things where like they strap a refrigerator to your back and you drag the refrigerator around, like those old tough man competitions. Oh, you can, like, I didn't play American football. Who he played American football? I must be thinking of somebody else. Um, but yeah, I know he was the world's strongest man. Um, and then Lex Luger and Arn Anderson, they defeated God, Terry Taylor and the Z-Man. <laughs> the Z-Man. Uh, Thomas Zenk. Oh, gosh. God, that's going back some years. Um, Ricky Steamboat and Todd Champion. Uh, God, Todd Champion. Um, took on Cactus Jack and Buddy Lee Parker with Steamboat and Champion going through. So all of these winners were going into a 20-man battle royal. Is that right? Before the match started, poor Buddy Lee Parker got the bricks beat out of him by Abdul the Butcher because Abdul the Butcher wanted to be Cactus Jack's uh, partner. So he just started launching him into the locker and beating the pulp out of him. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then Abdul the, Abdullah the Butcher was up next with Sting <laughs> taking on Brian Pillman and uh, Bobby Eaton. Beautiful Bobby Eaton. Sting had to do it by himself because I'm doing the butcher was beating him up as well. Oh my god! Oh, Sting, uh, Big Van Vader and Curtis Hughes. Man, I love Curtis Hughes. I'm not gonna. I yeah, I'm a big. I did enjoy Curtis Hughes. I see when my friend is off. I'm gonna get my friend to come on the podcast. He was trained as a he's a wrestler and he was trained by uh, Mr. Hughes. So I'd love to get him on. Gotta get him the. When he's free from not working. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Get him on. Cause I was a big Curtis Hughes fan. Uh, they beat Rick Steiner and the night stalker, which Adam, oh, Adam oh, bomb. So. Awful. Yeah. He was terrible. Um, and then the final two, Scott Steiner and Firebreaker chip. Oh no. Um, took on a man. Oh God. And Johnny be bad. Mark Miro. <laughs> Blade and Spider-Man, just different yeah, colors. Different colors. Poor Brad Armstrong. Um, and then the uh, final match before the Battle Royal, Ron Simmons and Tommy Rich, Tommy Wildfire Rich, they beat uh, <laughs> Steve Armstrong and PN News. Oh my gosh, PN News. <laughs> PN News. So that gave you the Battle Bowl, Battle Bowl, Battle Royal. What? And the winner of the very first battle bowl. Do you know the rules of a battle bowl? No, I thought it was just twenty men going at it. No, so it, it's it's twenty men, ten in each. There's two rings, ten in each ring. The winner of the first ring fights the winner of the second ring. <laughs> oh, Fair enough. <laughs> and then it, so that ended with Sting versus Lex Luger for the title. Yeah. Yes, and in order to be eliminated, you had to be eliminated from both rings. So, like, if you got eliminated into ring number two, you had to get eliminated from that one as well. <laughs> oh, just WCW rules, isn't it? Like, that just just screams WCW, doesn't it? That just nonsense. Early WCW was decent. As I say, I was a big WCW fan, like mid nineties. So, and Jim Ross was the commentator of this, by the way. Very young. Yes, pretty much fifty-fifty on this. So I'm sticking with WCW. Okay. Right. Let's do your (laughs) review before we get our forfeits, which I'm trying to just forget that ever happened. But I don't think Damo's going to let us forget. No, no, no. Right, no, I have this much power over Geo. Like Geo's being nice to me. I will never forget this moment. Right, Geo, this spinning. Say stop, sir. I've added the NWA as always, but let's go. Stop. Ninety-seven. Oof. Oh, okay. How does the okay, NWA... it's not too bad. Not too bad. Right. Okay. So you've got NWO sold out. Super Brawl 7, Uncensored, String Stampede, Spring Stampede, Slamboree, American Bash, Bash at the Beach, Road Wild. Oh, that was terrible. Full Brawl, Halloween Havoc, World War 3, and Starcade. Okay. All right. It's spinning. Let's go. 
But he's nervous. You can feel the nerves. Stop. Uncensored. Uh, all right, bring me up this card here. Right. Uncensored was WCW United States Heavyweight Championship Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero. Ultimo Dragon with Sonny Unu versus Psychosis. Glacier oh, versus Mortis with James Vandenberg. Uh, Buff Bergwell versus Scotty Riggs. Harlem God, Heat uh, against Public Enemy. Uh, Prince Eorkia versus Rey Mysterio for the TV Championship. And then the triangle elimination match, Team NWO, which was Hogan, Savage, Nash Hall with Dennis Rodman against Team Piper, Piper Benoit, Steve McMichael, Jeff Jarrett, and Team WCW, Lex Luger, The Giant, and Scott Steiner. Oh, fun. Yeah, doesn't sound like fun. I'm not going to lie. This is a typical WCW 90s card where it starts off with Oh, great. I'm watching Demo and Gonata Guerrero, and then I have to end it with that. Yeah. Yeah, oh. exactly all the problems. And it's silly, silly, um, silly stipulations because Team WCW win, NWO have to forfeit all their titles and be barred from wrestling from any WCW event for 36 months. If Team Piper win, Piper gets to face Hogan in a steel cage match. If NWO win, they will have a shot at any WCW championship anytime they want. <laughs> God. <laughs> so you already know NWO. Not much to follow that. Like, <clears throat> especially 97 at WCW, you know NWO are going to win that. You don't even have to watch the match. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to follow in there. There Let's is a lot honest. going on. Like, you have to just pick a team and remember their stipulation, isn't it? Um, but yeah. So the right, reason that there's only three of them for WCW is that Rick Steiner got attacked prior to the match and it was unable to compete. All right. Well, let's hand it off to my good friend, Damo. So yeah. GSO, as you know, we lost the draft to Damo and Jay. And Jay got to pick my forfeit and Damo gets to pick Geo's. So hit me up first. What did Jay pick for me? So Jay has kindly requested that you do a full stream in drag. Oh. Full drag. Like, he wants oh. you to go up to town on it. Oh, man. Oh, that was like the furthest thing from my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's our show, guys. Now, Gio, <laughs> as we know... You're quite toxic when it comes to wrestling product that you don't have a lot of time for. You're not a big lover of the way AEW does things. Um, and for the most part, rightly so. However, I'm going to need you to do really positive, over-the-top, loving reviews of One Dynamite, One Rampage, and Full Gear. Oh my god. Right up. And <laughs> even I want you to be like tagging Khan on Twitter telling him what a wonderful job he's done. <laughs> oh my god. You've got to be an AEW fanboy. Oh, you have no. to fanboy AEW <laughs> until full gear's finished. Wow. God. Wow, we got we got roasted. My, st my stomach is hurting. <laughs> I'm sweating. I can feel the sweat. A drag stream. You I know? will say, I will say, Gio, you don't have to be the fanboy on the podcast to be a usual self on the podcast. So right. your your online media, social media presence has to be an AEW fanboy. Yes. Well, jokes oh. on you. Barely touched Twitter, so. <laughs> no, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to now. <laughs> you assholes. Wow, they really were ready for the beat us, weren't they? Yeah. Right. You bastards. A full drag stream, you know. You'll yeah, get yeah, your... yeah. I got I got shafted, boys. Okay. Can I do it for When he said it, I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can determine the Okay. Just who wants a full I will speak to my mods. King Scar I I'll have to get Scarlet to do makeup, so it will be 
Oh my god, yes, please. The basic levels. I'll get Scarlett to do my makeup. Yeah. There we go. Well, that She can also fun. pick your outfit. Fine. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> On that bombshell. <laughs> Don't be idiots. We'll catch you out and we'll see you all next week. Demo, thank you very much. And yep. Until next week. Thank you. Yeah, man.